Mike Yardley is with us. Hey, Mike. Kia ora, Jack. Would you ever do the coast to coast? <laughs> you know, I actually do. I mean, it does. It looks like a great challenge. I've got friends who've done the two-day event, you know, mm-hmm. kind of amateur mates have, you know, just um, got super fit and done it on the two-day event, and they just said it was fantastic. So maybe something yeah. like that one day. Never say never. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how enthusiastic I would really be um, about, yeah, some elements of the race. I think the goat pass run, I could do that okay. When yeah. I say do that okay, you know, I could maybe endure that. But it's don't they reckon that the the paddle down the Waimakariri is the is the yeah. hardest bit? Like because Absolutely, people's people's yeah. legs stop working, so they get to the end yeah. of the paddle and then they try and get out of their kayak and <laughs> their yeah. legs just don't work and they're. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that, w- that would be tough, but it's an amazing race, yeah. eh? It certainly is, yeah. It's truly iconic, isn't it? And um, amongst the dearth of events in New Zealand, uh, it's great that at least the one-day event is uh, proceeding today. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I- I'm-, I'm pleased, given everything, that they've been able to go ahead with it all. And, of course, um, yeah. News Talk ZB and iHeartRadio will have coverage this afternoon. If you're in Christchurch, you'll be able to listen to it. Um, you'll be able to listen to it live from 1 o'clock on 10.17am, otherwise we've got um, iHeartRadio coverage. You're not tempted to go down to the finish line at Sumner Beach, Mike? Well, it's actually a really wet day. Very un-coast-to-coast weather ah. in Christchurch today. But, yeah, I think I might have to head down and uh, congratulate the hardy few. Yeah, oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. um, you were giving us some travel tips this morning on bruise bites and sites in Ohakune in the North Island. And there are all sorts of enterprising endeavours that are um, purring away in Oakune, like Big Mountain Mead. Oh, this is such a little revelation, uh, Big Mountain Mead, Jack. And yeah, I was quite staggered when I was in the mountain town a couple of weeks ago, just how many highly entrepreneurial folk are playing their respective craft in the town. It's like Oakune seems to be like a tractor beam for enterprising people. And Big Mountain Mead is a really good example because it's headed up by this guy called Greg Pickman, who's been living in Hong Kong for many years. He swapped Hong Kong for Owakuni to open his meadery in the heart of town alongside exporting Manuka mead to Asia. And it is quite interesting um, just how craft mead seems to be trending in the West at the moment. Um, and it seems to be because a lot of people are seeing mead as a healthier alternative to beer and wine. And a bit like gin, it's interesting how botanicals sort of are defining its flavour profile. So with Big Mountain Mead, they're very much tapping into like native herbs, uh, the mountain water around Oakuni, mm. um, alongside the, the, the honey, which obviously is just a boom business in New Zealand, Manuka. Um, so, yeah, it's a really interesting enterprise that's uh, purring in Oakuni at the moment. And when does it open fully? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I had a wee um, sneak tasting of the craft mead, which was more enjoyable than I thought it would be, Jack. It's very sessionable, as they say. Um, So you've got factory tours and tastings, which officially start next month. But later in the year, the entire complex, which will also incorporate Ruapehu Brewing's craft fairs, um, that the whole complex will open up later in the year. And they've also got a cinema, which uh, they're developing as part of the complex. So it's actually going to be quite a big hospo powerhouse in the heart of town. I actually think it will redefine how people view Owakuni in terms of what you can do in town. Yeah, nice. What's happening at King's? 
Yeah, well, um, people will know this is uh, the Grand Old Girl, um, a real landmark of the town right across the road from the railway station, very much initially servicing railway passengers on the main trunk line back in the day. I think she's 110 years old next year, uh, Kings. And um, once again, a bit of a quiet revolution underway at Kings to revitalise her. But it's just the bar and the restaurant inside Kings that I love, Jack. It's this really atmospheric, timbered interior. And um, I was gazing at all of the memorabilia on the walls of Kings a couple of weeks ago, and it's sort of like a hymn to history. So many cool little nuggets of memorabilia. Um, But the dining is just a knockout. They've completely revved up the the menu at Kings. And I highly recommend a KFCB, (laughs) which is a a Kings fried chicken burger, Jack. Uh, Just the most outrageous stack of crumbed chicken breast with cheddar and bacon and chipotle mayo. How could you go wrong? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds (laughs) sounds all right, I think. And across the road, um, Opus Fresh is worth a look. Oh my God, what a revelation this place is. And I don't know if I've been living under a rock, but everyone I've spoken to since has said, oh yes, Opus Fresh is very, very cool. So it's basically like a boutique version of Kathmandu. And it is based in the Oakuni Railway Station, this incredible enterprise designing and producing stylish active wear from New Zealand's merino wool. Um, I got myself a, a merino pop top. It's superb. It is your, your truly super comfy, sports active first layer. And it's got a really stylish designer cut. So... Um, As people will know who are into the active wear, these uh, layers, they will keep you cool when it's hot and warm when it's not. But, yeah, you'll just be blown away by their product Mm. range on show in the HQ and the railway station. And if you're trying to build up a bit of an appetite for a KFCB, you've got some recommended (laughs) strolls, some walks for us? Well, I would... Yeah, I would definitely recommend heading up the mountain road, Awakuni Mountain Road, uh, mm. which is the road people take to head up to Tūroa. Um, and just 10 minutes up the road, the Waitonga Falls track. I reckon this is a cracking walk, uh, Jack. It's only about 90 minutes all up. Um, a really good head clearer. Um, and uh, the star feature, Tongariro National Park's highest waterfall with its 39-metre-long drop. Awesome spectacle. And if the weather gods are behaving, an added highlight, the Rotokawa Pools. And what is so cool about these is on a clear sky day, you can gaze at the glory of Mount Ruapehu reflected in those pools. By the way, did you know there is an elephant buried underneath the mountain road? What? No. I know. (laughs) Dare I ask how that happened? How did that poor (laughs) elephant end up there? Well, I'm sure skiers in um, uh, previous seasons, and I've been heading up to Tūrua, they may have noticed at at the town end of the mountain road, there is this memorial stone in honour of Molly the Elephant. Right. Uh, just on the roadside, there's like this big rock with Molly the Elephant, 1957, sort of emblazoned on it. Yeah. Um, I've got this information panel that's just been erected in the last couple of months, which tells the tale of how Molly was a young circus elephant. She was in town in 1957, and her handlers took her down to the Mangafero River, which is right next to the road, mm. uh, to exercise. And unfortunately, Molly ate some toxic tutu berries and died. <gasps> um, so she was buried <sighs> on site under the road. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it's all- <laughs> It's shocking. <laughs> it's amazing. It's shocking. Poor Molly. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, dear. Yes. What a rough. Just some toxic mm. berries were enough to wipe out Molly. 
Exactly. Jeez. Yeah, that's an amazing story. Okay, I yeah. had absolutely no idea. You learn something new no every day. So what's happening at <laughs> Snowman Lodge? Oh, just finally, Jack, yes, smack bang in the heart of town, Snowman Lodge and Spa mm. has also been transformed, and I was really impressed by this place. It's super cheap, but they're brand new ensuite cabins. They're like little nests of comfort, and I just love all the thoughtful touches they've added to these cabins. For example, a comprehensive selection of loose-leaf teas, which are encased in these little glass jars on the kitchen wall, just really cool things like that. And if you've been hitting the slopes or rocking the trails, Check your body in for some professional panel beating. How could you say no to a hot volcano stone massage in the heart of Awakuni? Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you, Mike.